Hello, this is Nektha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 12th of October. India recorded over 66,700 new COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours. The country also reported 816 COVID-related deaths during the same period. The total case tally in the country has now crossed 71,20,000 or 7.1 million. India's recovery rate, however, has increased marginally to 86.36%, while the death rate stands steady at 1.53%. The government said that the country crossed a landmark milestone yesterday and reported over 60 lakh recoveries from the novel coronavirus. The top five states in terms of percentage of active cases, case fatality rate and recovery rate are Maharashtra, Karnataka, Kerala, Andhra Pradesh and Tamil Nadu. The health ministry says that they are showing signs of gradual improvement in their performance. Union Health Minister Harshwardhan said that the government will soon roll out the Feluda paper strip test for COVID-19. The strip was developed by CSIR Institute of Genomics and Integrative Biology and has been approved by the Drug Controller General of India for a commercial launch. Vardhan said that the test showed 96% sensitivity and 98% specificity. Harshwardhan said that India is also open to the option of introducing more than one COVID-19 vaccine. He said, and I quote, Considering the large population size of India, one vaccine or vaccine manufacturer will not be able to fulfill the requirements of vaccinating the whole country. Unquote. The Kerala government has announced the opening of hill destinations, adventure tourism centres and backwaters for tourists from 12th of October onwards. Popular beach destinations will be open for visitors from next month onwards. The decision comes amid a sharp rise in COVID-19 cases in the state. Actor-turned-politician Kushbu Sundar, one of Congress's most prominent spokespersons, quit the party and joined the BGP today, just months before the Tamil Nadu polls. She told reporters, and I quote, If the nation has to move forward, then we need somebody like Prime Minister Narendra Modi to take the country in the right direction. Unquote. Kushbu Sundar, who had been with the Congress for close to six years, was in Delhi where she met the BGP's central team. In her resignation letter to Sonia Gandhi, Sundar wrote about how people like her who want to work for the party are being suppressed by a few elements seated at higher levels within the party. She wrote, and I quote, People who have no connectivity with the ground reality or public recognition are dictating terms. Unquote. She said that after a long and thorough thought process over a period of time, she has decided to end her association with the Congress party. The developments come ahead of the Tamil Nadu Assembly elections that are slated to be held next year. According to local reports, Kushbu was upset that she was not given a ticket in the 2019 Lok Sabha elections and BJP has promised to give her a seat in the 2021 Assembly elections. Do you remember Jairaj and Beenix, the father and son from Tamil Nadu who were picked up by the police for violating lockdown norms and eventually tortured to death while in police custody? From 2014 to 2018, Tamil Nadu reported at least 35 custodial deaths and none of the accused have been convicted so far. This is according to data from the National Crime Records Bureau. The nationwide record is equally abysmal. There were 452 deaths in the same period and no convictions. In fact, the numbers might actually be higher. From April 1, 2019 to March 30, 2020, the National Human Rights Commission recorded 1,697 custodial deaths across India. Tamil Nadu had the ninth highest tally, 12 deaths in police custody and 57 in judicial after Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh, West Bengal, Bihar, Punjab, Maharashtra, Rajasthan and Haryana.
To know more about this, do read my colleague Pratik's report titled Tamil Nadu Custodial Deaths, Benex and Jairaj's Kin Wait for Justice, Police for Reform. This report is the first part of News Laundry's series on custodial deaths in India. This series is part of the News Laundry Sena project where you can contribute to individual stories that you want to hear. For this series, 68 of our readers contributed. So a huge shout out to Anjali Palor, Sonali Singh, DS Venkatesh, Yogesh Chandra, Abhishek Singh and all the other News Laundry Sena members. The family of the 19-year-old Dalit girl who died after four upper-caste Thakur men brutally raped her in Hatras will appear before the Lucknow bench of the Allahabad High Court today amid tight security. A division bench of Justice Pankaj Mittal and Justice Ranjan Roy will record the family's version of the events in the case. The family left from Hatras for Lucknow about 380 kilometers away early in the morning. Subdivisional Magistrate Anjali Ganwar said, and I quote, Proper security arrangements have been made and the District Magistrate and Superintendent of Police are also accompanying us. Unquote. Hatras Superintendent of Police Vinny Jaiswal on Sunday said that the local police are in touch with the family and nearby villages and the Circle Office and Subdivisional Magistrate would conduct peace meetings there, appealing them not to pay attention to rumours. BJP National President J.P. Nadda on Sunday said that Bihar's development was only possible under the leadership of Prime Minister Narendra Modi and that the next state government would be formed under the leadership of JDU Chief Nitish Kumar. In addressing his party's first rally for the upcoming Bihar Assembly elections at the historic Gandhi Medan in Gaya, Nadda's speech focused largely on the achievements of Narendra Modi. Nadda also added that Sunday was a special day because it was the birth anniversary of both Jayaprakash Narayan and Nanaji Deshmukh. Taking a swipe at the Rashtriya Janata Dal, he said that those who had grown up under Narayan's tutelage had joined hands with the Congress, a party that the socialist leader had fought against. In their rally speeches, NDA leaders reminded voters of the darkness of the Lalu Raj and the work that Nitish Kumar had done. With the shadow of its estranged ally, Lok Janshakti Party, hanging over the proceedings, leaders on stage repeatedly asked voters to forget differences and not enter pointless debates. Meanwhile, the Congress has submitted a list of star campaigners for the Bihar Assembly elections, which includes Sonia Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi, Priyanka Gandhi and former Prime Minister Manmohan Singh. Former Rajasthan Chief Minister Sachin Pilot was also in the list of 30 leaders submitted to the Election Commission. Other leaders who were mentioned in the list include Amrinder Singh, Bhupesh Baghel, Gulam Nabi Azad and Tari Kanwar. Rahul Gandhi is expected to hold at least six rallies in the elections with two rallies in each phase. The details, however, are still being worked out. Many issues are at play in what will be India's first major election since the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic. In the last 15 years, how have the ground realities changed in Bihar? Why do Bihar's workers continue to migrate in large numbers in search of livelihood? What do the annual floods say about governance in the eastern state? News Laundry correspondent Basant Kumar will be in Bihar throughout the election season, seeking answers to these and other key questions through ground reports, podcasts and interviews. You can support his reportage by subscribing to News Laundry. As most of you know, News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform that truly believes that when the advertiser pays, the advertiser is served. But when the public pays, the public is served. So my dear listeners, step in to do your bit and be a proud supporter of independent news. 
38 Bollywood producers and film associations have filed a suit in the Delhi High Court over the irresponsible reporting by certain media houses in the context of drug mafia reports in the Sushant Singh Rajput case. The lawsuit reportedly singles out Republic's Arnab Goswami and Pradeep Bhandari and Times Now's Rahul Shivshankar and Navika Kumar for conducting media trials of Bollywood personalities and interfering with the right to privacy of people associated with Bollywood. Parties to the suit include production companies owned by Karan Johar, Yashraj, Amir Khan, Shahrukh Khan and Salman Khan. The suit says and I quote the livelihood of persons associated with Bollywood is being severely impacted by the smear campaign being run by the defendants. This is in addition to the ongoing pandemic which has resulted in extreme revenue and work opportunity loss. The privacy of members of Bollywood is being invaded and their reputations are being irreparably damaged by painting the entire Bollywood as criminals seeped in drug culture and making being part of Bollywood as synonymous with criminal acts in the public imagination. Unquote. It also stated that channels were openly flouting the programming code and making a mockery of the criminal justice system. Bar and Bench reported that the producers are not asking for a ban on the coverage of the case, but permanent injunctions against Republic and Times Now from carrying on reportage and publication of material that violates applicable laws. And now for some international updates. The global COVID-19 count crossed 37.5 million and the death toll has risen to 1.08 million. United States President Donald Trump on Sunday claimed that he was immune to coronavirus after recovering completely from it. In an interview with Fox News, Trump said he felt fantastically and was ready to get out of the basement. Trump is expected to make his first public appearance on the campaign trail since his diagnosis at a rally in Florida last Monday. Anthony Fauci, America's top infectious disease expert, said on Sunday that an advertisement aired by Donald Trump's re-election campaign was edited to make him seem to endorse the president's handling of the pandemic. Fauci said in a statement, and I quote, "In my nearly 5 decades of public service, I have never publicly endorsed any political candidate." Unquote. China is planning to test more than 9 million residents in the city of Qingdao within 5 days following a minor outbreak of the virus. City authorities have said that five districts will be tested within three days and the whole city within five days. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is all set to present a new three-tiered alert system for coronavirus cases in England today. Like governments throughout Europe, Johnson's Conservative cabinet is seeking to balance bringing down the rate of new infections against concern about the economy and the frustration among voters. The new alert system which will classify all areas as medium, high or very high risk is an attempt to bring transparency and uniformity to restrictions introduced to combat the spread of the disease. According to a survey of nearly 60,000 French nurses, more than half of the nurses in the country are at the cusp of burning out. The survey carried out by the National French Nursing Union found that they were struggling with cancelled holidays and increased work due to the virus. It is said that about 57% of the respondents reported being in a state of professional exhaustion up from the 33% before the global COVID-19 pandemic struck France earlier this year. According to a study by Australia's National Science Agency, COVID-19 can survive on items such as banknotes and phones for up to 28 days in cool dark conditions. In comparison, the virus survived for shorter periods on porous surfaces such as cotton. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. 
help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel